Welcome to the very first episode of The Very Green Room. I'm your host, Ben Daniel, with my co-host, Will Loden. Hello. Our first guests on this podcast are two of my best friends in the industry, Mr. Jerry Wayne Longmire. Woo! And Sam Damaris here. <coughs> um, I built this show for two very specific reasons. The first one being that the world needs another comedy podcast very, very desperately. There's a <laughs> large gap in the marketplace that nobody seems to want to fill. Not saturated. <laughs> not in the slightest. And the second being that some of the most genuinely best conversations I've ever had have come after a comedy show with other comics passing around a joint. And I wanted to do my best to recreate that atmosphere with some of my friends. So thank you guys very much for coming on and doing this with me. I appreciate all of you. You realize you picked the wrong dude for passing around a joint, right? <laughs> <laughs> I needed somebody to pin it on if the cops came. <laughs> <laughs> Black guy with three feet of dreadlocks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so in that aspect, I feel like I, I didn't even see it for. He sold it to us. He brought it. He had it the whole time. Get his ass out. <laughs> no, what you use me for is when the cops come, I'll take off running <laughs> and there, every cop is going wherever the fuck I go and you guys get to flush or smoke the rest of it like, I, I just hold them off for a while jeez I don't know just do the 90s uh, 90s white voice I don't know sir I just saw him and he, he sprinted by and I was very scared and yeah I just thought I'll he ran over and... a skunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that little rabbit on a pole that the greyhound raises that just, just shoots off and everything mm -hmm. just races off after it. Yeah, I'll shake a bag of Skittles <laughs> at the cops. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, God. You want to borrow my hoodie? Or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too soon. Too yeah, that's, soon. How, that's how them uh, dealers used to operate down in like uh, Patterson, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. All they do is a bunch of black dudes and all wear blue jeans and white T-shirts. And when mm -hmm. the cops show up, they all just scatter. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> no, we used to do it for the guys in my apartments. Like these dudes used to slang or whatever. And just yeah. when the cops show up, they tell us, "Hey, kids, run!" And yeah. we just take off running. Mm -hmm. And they come after us. And these dudes be long fucking gone. Yeah. And then the cops catch you. They be like, "Why you take off running? Because it's fun." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know if you're aware that you're a cop. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 13 years old. Well, you yeah, can't yeah, catch yeah, me. Yeah, I don't want <laughs> I love that this is a service you provided at such a young age. Hey, I mean, fucking, I didn't, I didn't, I knew these dudes. I didn't want to see them get busted, you know yeah. what I mean? And they were just like, hey, kids, take off running. I'm sure. My yeah. problem is most of my life, every time I showed up to do a drug deal, everybody took off running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I give off a very similar vibe, Jerry. Uh, <laughs> Motherfucker, you look like you made a weed. I'd sell, sell to you in a second. I'd be like, fucking white dude. Yeah, that's good money. What's up, dude? If somebody recommended you as my dealer and I saw you, I'd be so comfortable. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay. You are straight out of Pineapple Express, bro. <laughs> just got, yeah, just have you ever done this high? Oh, what's up? All right, cool. Yeah, we can stop by, smoke out for a little bit, you know. Jerry, I, I would have questions. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Ben. Ben, you look like that. You you look like the the white college kid that like is like, hey, can I buy a marijuana from you? Yeah. That's, that, you look like that guy. I exactly was that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right until I hit the hard drugs accidentally and dropped out of college. There you go. Yeah, that'll, that'll do it. The first two semesters, dead on. Like, never even a sip of a wine cooler. Wow, wine coolers. Yeah. Oh man. Right. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to sit those. No. That's that's for her. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got my Topo Chico seltzers, and those are still for her. But I think they're delicious. Girl comes over, looks in the fridge, and there's that four pack of wine coolers, but one is missing. She's like, "Who was here?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, my mom. I don't know. Yeah. 
how do y'all prefer to be when like you perform? Do you want to be stoned? Do you want to be sober? Do you want to be drunk? Mm, I uh, I prefer soberish. Sober-ish. 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 Well, you know, yeah. I, I like to I like to have like a like a jack on the rocks right when I go on stage, unless it's something where I don't want to have a drink in my hand. But I like a little bit of social lubrication. I've done stoned a couple times, and uh, it's not for me. Uh, stone me just is way too chatty. Just blah, 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 blah. y'all think I? Oh man, it's real bad. So I just. Where you think you're freestyling, because, yeah, I've gone on stage stoned before, and I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to riff, and it's going to be fine. No, no, like, like uh, it, it's not. The only time I've the only time I've smoked weed before I've been on stage was in Memphis when uh, one of my really good uh, comic buddies, Richard Douglas Jones, training dayed me. Uh, we, were going, <laughs> we were going to a comedy competition, and he was like, hey, man, you want to hit this? And I was like, no, I'm good. And he goes, you do not smoke this. <laughs> we we have a problem. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so that I was just really high. And that was Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> training Friday. Yeah. <laughs> training, training Friday in Columbus, Mississippi. Uh, <laughs> just bombed. <laughs> so when I first started out, um, minimum of two drinks before I went on um, because I was fucking terrified. Uh, I was scared of every crowd. And um, I just, I always went up, I, like I learned to do comedy, pretty much fucking hammered. And um, 2008, uh, uh-huh. Me and Slade went over to Iraq for the first time, and you know it's a war. Mm-hmm. They can't fucking drink. Wait, what was going on in Iraq in 2008? <laughs> um, you know, super <laughs> a conflict. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they were apparently booking. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. can't have so been all bad. We get over there, and we get on the plane. There's no booze in the country on base at all. And I look over at Slade, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I've been doing comedy seven years. I'm about to go on stage sober for the first time in my fucking life." Yeah. And fucking freaking wigging the fuck out. And then a couple shows in, I was like, uh, this is the way to do this. Oh, dude, the highs are so much higher. Because, like, I had a a very similar thing with you that I've just started doing. I've just started going on stage sober, and I'm about, like, six and a half years in. And so, yeah, no, I... I had a great set the first time I went on stage sober, even though I was like shaking. I remembered everything that I was supposed to say. It felt really good. And then like being present with the the audience too. I was like, "Fuck, this feels fantastic." And when a heckler comes at you when you when you with a clear head, yeah, that guy's fucking dead. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. you're on. Yeah, and yeah. and those military gigs, you know, they're all eighteen to twenty five years old. Those motherfuckers yeah. are always trying to be the cock of the walk, mm-hmm. and they'll pop off and they'll say shit all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm over in Iraq, sober as fucking <laughs> hell, and they're just popping off. And I was like, "Nah, son, <laughs> not today." There was we had this dude. He had his whole front of his mouth was gold, and he was from Oklahoma. Yeah, and I verbally beat the shit out this motherfucker. It was so bad. And then I get done. Slade walks up. He opens his mouth one time, and Slade just turns and just boom, both barrels. It's like, dude, it didn't work before. You think it's gonna work now? Right. <laughs> <laughs> dude, we fucking. At one point, I told him I was like, because he was. I said something about Texas. He was like, Texas fucking sucks. Blah blah. blah. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck you say, son? <laughs> and, uh, then uh, I was like, where are you from? He's like, Oklahoma. I was like. Oh, I don't know if you know about history, but motherfucker, you used to be Texas. <laughs> you understand? There was no Oklahoma. You were Texas. And I said, we gave you up like an ugly kid with a cleft out. 
who just discarded Texas. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. kind of funny. He's talking shit about Texas. Like seventy five percent of the infantry is from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Texas is Texas Puerto Rico. Wrong place, oh, homie. Texas and the Carolinas. Yeah, <laughs> the Carolinas. Yeah. North Car- and the mostly North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, big time north. Big time yeah. north. But Texas and the Carolinas, they they just fucking. Recruiters go over there. I don't think they even have to work. Have it's to a backdoor shit. draft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just pile them in there. Where do you get a bunch of dumb young hillbillies that don't have any other options? Yeah. Mississippi just Texas. doesn't. Mississippi just doesn't have a lot of people, and so like, but a lot of them go to to the infantry. <laughs> just like I was when I was working in Mississippi, it was just uh, there was senior senior night at the football at the agri- Ag- Itawamba Agricultural High School. And there was like all the girls were going to nursing school, and all the guys were going into the infantry. And you're just like a little known fact: if you're born in Mississippi or Alabama, you have some innate musical talent. You just ain't found it yet. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of Bama in the military too. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's so funny (laughs) when you say like, "Where you find these backwoods guys? We ain't got shit going for them." You know, you don't hear a lot of when you're over there. Hey, anybody from California or Hawaii? No. (laughs) 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 I mean, how bad could it be? I don't care how bad it gets in Hawaii. Somebody's got like, "Hey, man, I can get you." Free college if you don't mind getting shot. I'm just gonna ride this shit. Out. <laughs> just gonna sleep on the beach. Uh, yeah, like, exactly. I can't imagine being a military recruiter in Hawaii. That has to be the most demoralizing job, or the best job ever. Are you kidding me? Like, like not if like, you have any you kind of get, quota. You can get three yeah. people a year, even to just sign mm. up. You know, like because it's kind of like. Yeah, it's like, all right, I'll just chill in this like strip mall. I hope that bastard ain't working on commission. All you're, <laughs> <laughs> all you're doing is waiting on teenagers who knocked up a girl that aren't ready to be fathers yet. <laughs> there's probably a lot of that in Hawaii. Yep. There's a lot of bikinis. Yep. Which means there's a lot of babies. Yep. <laughs> yeah, most of the babies go back to the States. Yeah. All and the then they enlist. <laughs> 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 a major export of hawaii is babies apparently it's crazy man when i, I was over there I, was, I spent like eight days in honolulu and like hanging out in bars and people like yeah man i'm just saving up to move to the mainland and i was like the fuck are you doing yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing I'm, I'm from there bro i came here yeah yeah well, why yeah let me ask this how much you paying rent for your apartment you can have mine right now and i'll just go move into yours and yeah. let's just fucking yeah, I'm saving up. I just want, I just want to move to the mainland. Where are you going, Kansas? The yeah. fuck is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> Kill yourself. That greyhound from Hawaii is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, so is that a rent a shipping container? I don't know. Like <laughs> comics from Hawaii, though, I've never met a really funny one. Because they like you don't have no to competition. Be, you don't have to be funny in a place that's super nice. Well, and it, it, it's you. You play to the level of your competition. You know what yeah. I mean? Like Houston, yeah. we got a shit ton of comics. So yeah. you gotta fuck. You gotta fucking throw heat. Yeah. There's 20 comics on the fucking whole island. <laughs> and <laughs> they all they all get these weird corporate gigs. Yeah, and, and there's enough like, work to go around. You don't have to write any new jokes. And, no. <laughs> and especially you're talking to tourists. You know what I mean? They they come in, they leave. They yeah. Come in, they leave. Fucking. They're all there borrowing the same corporate act. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's some, some doing Don Holland. Some awful yeah. stitch of Jeff Dunham without puppets. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, I guarantee you, you go. Their over mom there. is pretty weird, though. <laughs> I guarantee you, you go over there, and there's some dude who's the swinging dick of Waikiki who's like, "Yeah, man, I'm saving up. I'm moving to New York." You're like, "Bro, you're gonna get killed." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna, you're try Atlanta fuck. first, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. Try Boise first. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go shine in Idaho for yeah. a couple of years, yeah. Fort Lauderdale. Exactly. You gotta earn your chops, homie. Yeah. 
I tell you what, when you move to New York, let me know that apartment. I'll take that, that one over. <laughs> I'll take over renting that apartment because you ain't gonna make it. No, nope. Yeah, somebody said something about let's normalize quitting comedy the other day. I thought we were just calling that moving to New York now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, fucking. Well, that, that actually brings up an interesting point for me because, Jerry, you're one of the first people that I know who started doing TikTok stuff. Like, and so part of me think, like, because I've never been good at adapting to stuff, but seeing an 85 year old man <laughs> learn learn how to do some really good content online like, 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 I'm not, I'm not blowing sunshine up your ass. It's really good shit. Yeah, it is. Like, I, I don't know how to do that like like because i know we've tried to film stuff before and i don't know if i'm i'm scared of doing it or shy because like the few internet things i've done i've just apparently and we've we've both thought about this apparently we're big guys yeah, yeah you yeah. know and oh and yeah yeah well, people people love on the internet to to bring up how big we are the anonymity of the internet <laughs> yeah. allows for such uh I, I guess my thing about social media is i knew when i because i was gone for a little while when i came back I knew that social media is what drives a lot of comedy bookings now. I mean, how much of our bookings do we get through Facebook and such like that? Um, and so I was trying to kind of bust out and do something different on all the social media platforms. And at first, I just jumped on all of them, was trying to do the same thing on all of them that didn't work. And I got really tired of fighting uh, Facebook and Instagram's algorithms because it's kind of like if you're not already a big number on there, it's kind of hard to break keep through. keep the little guy down. Yeah. yeah. And then you can't use either one of those platforms to do anything for your YouTube presence because they're in some, you know, dick Dick contest. measuring competition. And uh, so you can't, you can't get any traction that way. And I, there's a lot of guys that have done very well in Snapchat. I just started messing with TikTok because I was like, you know, I'll just download the app, check it out, run some stuff on it. I had some success with it very early on. Plus, TikTok is the most level playing field there is as far as social media goes. Every video is judged individually. That's why you will see guys with a video with I've noticed that two point five million views and all the likes and share twenty thousand shares. And then, and, that's that's and then the next video has one hundred and fifty views because they're talking know? about political stuff or yeah, something. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's just it's not even that. Sometimes it's just the production quality is not good. TikTok actually is one of the few social media. Uh, platforms where your production quality is a big part of it too you know if it doesn't have good production quality if it doesn't have good sound it's not going to make it on the real on the fyp page okay. and it's not going to keep getting circulated so you got to have clean audio clean video and it's got to look nice and be well presented and then you know they got a lot of parameters you can't you know have any open drug i did a video where i was joking around about uh contractors and how they drive to work and the guy was just holding a a mountain do yeah what's that called what's that monster energy can oh, yeah, yeah. and he's just driving like that and then when he runs out i i dumped it and i bent down and yeah and tiktok kicked it off in like 22 minutes wow it was kicking ass and picking up views and all of a sudden boom it got kicked off in silence and it was because of the uh, even though i wasn't the, the promoting drug use yeah the innuendo of using drug use huh so it's strange you got to learn to play within the parameters uh but i always wanted to be on saturday night live i love sketch comedy yeah. um so that's why i enjoy creating the little sketches and making the content do you like find that. that the amount of energy you're putting into your social media is impacting how you're performing on stage huh. not really uh some it, it's impacting it in that i'm writing more i'm forcing myself to write more 
because a lot of these things that I'm using for content are either jokes that I've written that I didn't think they played very well on stage. Not everything's a stage joke, and the, and vice versa. And then a lot of things I'm coming up with content, and I'm like, man, you know, that's actually kind of a funny bit. And so I'm showing up yeah. ready to write. Uh, I so I, I think if it's impacted at all, it's impacted that way. And I'm uh, more conscious of my facial animation because I have the beard and the mustache. It's hard to see me move my face. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I have to kind of exaggerate it on screen, and that's helped me exaggerate it on stage. I'm getting a little better reactions once cool. I'm performing. Cool, cool, cool. I yeah. feel like the social media stuff kind of has to be almost an added benefit for you as somebody with kids. Like it's something that keeps you closer to home that you're producing content wise, as opposed to going out and touring. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing was like with the skill sets that I have in life, no matter what I do to earn money, I'm going to be gone. I was either going to be in the oil field traveling yeah. or out doing consulting, contracting stuff, gone all the time or working, you know, 17 hours a day and coming home too dog tired to do anything else. So it's it, it was kind of that realization. That was one of the original reasons I kind of walked away from comedy is because we had the kids, and my dad was gone a lot, and I didn't want to be gone all the time. And uh, then I figured out that everything I do is going to keep me gone all the time. So, so why not do the thing? Might as well like do the thing that I love because when I am home, I'm more present and I'm happier and I'm in a better mood. And the kids like helping me shoot stuff. Aubrey's really interested in uh, all these the green screen all that stuff they make their own videos so yeah. we kind of make a family affair of it yeah they they, they are really interested in i don't know i know i know i got to meet your kids because like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, you got to hang out with them yeah times. yeah no I, I love i love your kids those they they rule um because both of y'all have children correct uh yeah <laughs> sam has a daughter yeah now here's my thing with tiktok um and I, you you had the, the the added benefit of actually stepping away for a while um you know, I had the MySpace thing going, and then they did MySpace comedy, and it was cool. And I built up this audience. Then I got fucking nuked, right? Yeah. I get my Facebook page going. I'm capped to 5,000. I've got all these people. I open a fucking fan page, whatever. It's pretty much dead. They're like, oh, let's go to Instagram. All right, cool. Now I got this Instagram. I'm building up these fucking followers. Facebook goes, yeah, we're just going to buy that. And now they put their stupid bullshit algorithm <sighs> in Instagram, so it's fucking dead. They're like, oh, we'll go to Twitter. All right, cool. Here's the thing, 5,000 people on Facebook, hey, man, follow me on Twitter. No, they won't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so now it's like they come in like, hey, man, there's this thing, TikTok. And I'm like, dude, I've done this dance so many For fucking 12 times. 12 years. Yeah. And I've heard that argument a lot, and I certainly understand it, which is why I predominantly use all my platforms to drive to YouTube because YouTube's going to be here. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. YouTube has their heels dug in. They're going to be around for a while. That's why my specials on YouTube. That's why all my best content is on YouTube. And all everything on my TikTok is a driver to YouTube. So I still get to keep those fans, the people that want to watch what I do, and the people that are the most interested in it. Mm -hmm. And so it's for me, it's just like a it's almost like a free advertising thing. Instead of buying Google ads, I'm making my own ads for free and running them on this other platform, yeah. getting a lot of attention and directing them to where I really want them to go. Yeah, that makes sense. 
So, because there's always going to be a new kid on the block. Next week there'll be Snap Bumble or some yeah. bullshit and Tutu Hustle, and right. uh, there's always going to be some new thing come along that. A lot of and, lot and, of umlauts, a lot yeah. of umlauts, and, and, and in once the, in the, the advertising money really gets dug into any platform, they ruin it. And yeah. so you got to you got to just kind of pick where you're going to try to put your best stuff and where you're going to operate from. For me, that's going to be YouTube. YouTube is, but growing a following on YouTube is just, I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ, it's like trying to make a cat take a bath. It's the worst <laughs> damn thing in the world, you know. So you have to use Tell everything you it. can. Yeah. What I do, I, I run everything on TikTok. Then my most successful ones on TikTok, I just go run them through reels. Yeah. And it just, and it always has that little tag at the end. Go check out my special on YouTube. Go. Speaking go of, what is YouTube. your special called? The Wrecking Yard. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Gotta put the plug I don't in. even do the joke on the special And this is funny You know why I call it the wrecking yard like that Is because when I was a kid Everybody called it a wrecking yard right? Yeah. Well I thought it was My papa was just old hillbilly And he sit out there And he didn't like to sell his shit you know, he was more like Sanford's son. And every time somebody come up and buy something, he goes, I reckon I might, you know. And I thought that's why we called it the wrecking yard. Because <laughs> he said wrecking all the time. And it was only when I was an adult and I was driving by a place one day that said wrecking yard. I was like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know? How the fuck is that not in the special call? <laughs> I, mean, I know. I'm, I'm very disappointed in myself. You have to buy like I had to do the water burger joke, but yeah. I couldn't remember that son of a bitch. <laughs> Could not remember the title joke, but you I know humped what. a stool, but oh, yeah. forgot the fucking wrecking yard. Uh, you, you you wrote that you wrote that on your set list. Hump stool. <laughs> Unfortunately, during point. his hump stool bit, he likes to look at his wife, and I was sitting down, and she was standing up. <laughs> behind me so the eye contact he was trying to make with her he was making with me it was creepy and I fun mean, who all said the same he was time. trying to make it with her yeah i like to hope yeah but a little a, petite for my taste yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna uh, stop Will, eating immediately you know, will's got some curves I can oh get behind yeah that. Hey, what's up how's it going <laughs> all I right this you. took a turn <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> It only took 20 minutes to take that turn, though, which is better than I thought it would be. We've only been doing this for 20 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, am I high? Yeah. I mean, I can't answer that for you, but I know which way I would have bet. <laughs> you and the cops both. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Man, the reason I don't really have any presence on TikTok right now and the thing I haven't really gotten over is that most of the things I say in comedy tend to offend people. And I'm not quite ready to offend the entire internet yet. It just well, seems like you ain't, even, you, ain't even gotta, you ain't even got to offend them. All you got to do is present them with a different idea, and they'll show yeah. up shit on you. That that yeah. is <laughs> that really seems to be it. It's not. Yeah, you're like, hey, I feel like this, and then they're like, well, I think you're the stupidest person in the world. Yeah. Uh, or yeah. you're fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which has nothing to do with what you said. out of your ears, dum-dum, and, and listen. And the fifth comment, no matter what you fucking post, is going to be like, let's go brand it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not ready to offend the internet yet. Well, that's a money-making strategy right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you watched Ben Shapiro or any of those guys? There's, there's really good money in offending the internet. Uh, yeah. That's fair. I mean, I But just... hidden behind the frame of I'm just being logical or honest, you know? Like, yeah. oh, look, I'm not trying to offend anyone. I'm just being honest. I think everyone in the Ukraine should get shot. And you're like, what? All right. That drives clicks, I guess. And I mean, I, I don't, don't want to be that guy, but. 
I've, I've, I've opened for Twitch streamers and YouTubers, and there's something that's very hurtful about that, you know? Like, like where it's like, all right, we need you to do 15 minutes of clean comedy for this uh, 18 and up show. And, you know, everyone's like, all right, boo, hiss, you were there. And then these people literally, like, turn around on a couch and just play video games, and it sells out a comedy club. And you're just like, ah, what am I doing wrong? I mean, it feels taking kinda, that booking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not. I'm not that good. I'm not good enough to say no to any I am. If I if I walk up to a show and there's a couch of video games and I'm not getting to play, fuck y'all. I'm out. <laughs> you know me. Yep. I'm gonna try to bury this motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna yep. try to bury him. And the last the last five minutes is gonna be talking about how stupid fucking playing video games for money is. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Where's my fucking check? Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. Mike down. <laughs> that was one of my favorite sets that I've seen in the last year. Was when we were at that CrossFit gym at like seven seven o'clock at night, and there was like indoor astroturf, and like I hadn't seen you perform in a long time. You know, I did that entire set off the top of my head. No, I had no idea. Not a goddamn bit of that was written. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that was- I was just in the back, and I was like, because uh-huh. I, 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 I told Slade, I go, yeah, I think I'm gonna do a couple of new things, and then I just I opened with. A, a new bit that I had been working on, and then um, that got a huge pop. I, yeah, 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 yeah. And then the next thing I said, I came up with when I was pacing around the back of the room, and you know, you know, like when you're doing crowd work, or sometimes the things going, sometimes you just don't want to fall back in material. Yeah, yeah. So then I just fucking, I just was like, you know what, fuck it, let's just go on. I talked about the CrossFit gym, yeah. and I was like, <laughs> I go, if I ever make a billion dollars. This is gonna be my sex dungeon. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like everything in here is going up your butt. And they're like, oh, I can't fit that in my butt. Not with that fucking attitude. You can't. <laughs> no pain, no gain. <laughs> I love CrossFit because it just looks like the guy didn't want to finish building his gym. <laughs> I love CrossFit because it looks like white slavery. <laughs> Swing the no, hammers and no, pull the chains. I used to try to hire guys like that for my construction crew. Hey, do you like CrossFit? <laughs> yeah. Come to work tomorrow. We can CrossFit the fuck out you. Yes. You're going to be in a hole underneath the house swinging a 20-pound sledge. There ain't no water breaks, oh, bitch. Burn them calories, baby. You were just like, yeah, I just want to wear a Cedar Sucker suit and go, look at that boy go. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was like, I just go out to Herman Park, sit down with a mint julep. Yeah. Like, mm, they show out working on <laughs> I Put your eyes down, son. Don't you look at me when I'm talking. Yes, I thought Keep doing your eyes on the work. Yeah. Oh, you cold? Heat's in the tools. <laughs> Start swinging. I thought doing this podcast audio only was a good idea until I just realized nobody else is going to get to see how happy Sam Damaris is when he says white slavery. <laughs> 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 and that's just a crime. I've deprived the world of a pure thing. Oh, man. Fuck it. I don't know. It, uh, but that was that was a really really fun gig, and I had yeah. that set recorded. Problem is, I record all my sets, and I don't. I don't they got numbers, and I don't label them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I've got to go through hours of shit to find the one thing that I'm looking for. Yeah. So, I, okay, so I did this thing. Uh, I was I was on a cruise ship, and I I, I got to find the set because I just want to snip the audio. Yeah. Uh, I'm on stage and I go, hey man, we got anybody celebrating anything? And everybody's like, hey, birthday, blah, blah, blah. And I fuck with people. It's just kind of a little crowd worky moment. Yeah. Or whatever. And I was like, anybody in the back celebrating anything? And uh, this girl goes, I graduated. I'm not pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and the crowd loses their shit. And I go, as soon as they quiet down, I go, I'm just going to go out on a limb here. Uh, 
Mexican? And the crowd goes nuts again. And then when they quiet, I go, but was I right? And you just hear them back. Yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah. yeah. Fuck, if, you're sad, if you're celebrating graduating high school with no baby. Oh, man. Yeah. Come on. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. <laughs> <laughs> At Robert E. Lee High School. <laughs> so cruise ship stuff. Sorry, that just got me on a tangent just because, like, there are a bunch of cruise ship comics in Houston, and I feel like a lot of, like, coastal comics look down on cruise ship comics, which – the fuck is a coastal comic? People who live in New York be, are like people. Oh. Well, yeah, be, and, and and people just do, do primarily do shows. Up there. Yeah, we start calling them assholes. Yeah, <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we didn't. Yeah, <laughs> coastal comics. Yeah, I don't know. Church shit up now. Kids. All right, well, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna say this as nice as I possibly can. Um, you don't have to. Remember what I was saying about the comics in Hawaii? Yeah. Every every show's different. You don't have to write anything, whatever. Mm-hmm. Cruise ship comics got a bad rap because for the longest time, the guys out there, it, it was all supposed to be clean. So everybody out there was very sticky. There was yeah. no new material. I mean, you got guys out there in their fucking 80s still to this day working, and they're doing Clinton Lewinsky jokes and Dude, shit. I saw, I saw and, that once, yeah. Yeah, and so because of them, the, the there's a stigma about, oh, you're a boat act. Because... Yeah. Bodaks don't write anything. They don't get any better, whatever. Um, they, the, the reason why you see, like, me and Billy D. Washington and whatnot, some of these cruise lines are like, yo, it's time to start phasing out some of this shit. Mm-hmm. And they're bringing in younger, hotter, fresher faces. And um, ugh, I'm, 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 I'm trying to, like, what can I say and still keep my job? Uh, <laughs> Don't worry, well, for nobody record, is going to listen to this. For the, for the record, I just want to say sticky is what happens to me when I get drunk. There's a reason why a lot of people don't fucking do it. Um, it they, they demand a lot of time out of you. And, uh, man, it's you ever get off stage, right, yeah. and, and, and you're, you're hanging out the back of the room, and some some drunk dude who thinks he's fucking funny, one of his crew. Dude, he's he thought about it up, for years. Oh, I've always wanted to do that. You're lucky I don't get up there. I'll have him rolling, blah, 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 blah. Let me tell you a joke. Blah, blah. You're now on a boat with him 24 hours a day. Yeah. When you go have lunch, he's standing over you. Hey, man, I got a joke for you. I don't want to fucking hear it. Yeah. All right, two fucking niggers yeah. walking in. I said I didn't want to hear it. <laughs> no, no, you're going to love this one, man. I'm fucking eating, bro. Yeah. And, I mean, as much I as I want to get up and just... Not. <laughs> as much as I want to get up and slap this dude, it's like, yep, there goes the job. So yeah. just you just kind of fucking turn your ears off and just give the courtesy laugh when he stops talking. Right. You heard that one before? Yes. My favorite thing to do is when they come up and they're like... All right, so little Johnny was blah, 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 but if you know the joke, my favorite thing is just blast just, the punchline right in the fucking face <laughs> yeah. and don't even crack a smile when you do it. <laughs> and the good people are like, oh, you heard that one, you heard that one. Yeah. The shitty ones, they, they, yeah, so you know how it goes, right? And they'll just keep telling the joke. I'm just like, I'll say it word for word with them. I'm like, mm-hmm, yep, yeah, mm-hmm, yep. Yeah. And that was terrible. Yeah. And then if I'm feeling really dickish, I'll say it back to them with real delivery and timing. Yeah. Like, that's how you tell a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> and just watch the guy's nuts shrivel. Yeah. Because every guy thinks he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. That's every guy does. It's, it puts a lot more time into these guys than I do. 
Yeah. I just go, hey, man, I got to go get a drink. Yeah. <laughs> no. What the- Sorry, I was in the bathroom. I missed your joke. No, I'll do that. Like, you know, like I said, comedy club, it's all good. Hey, man, somebody else behind you is trying to buy merch. Get the fuck out of the way. Uh, it's, it's, or I'll turn and I'll be like, oh, I got to go get paid. And I, I can do that. Yeah. But bro, you live with these when motherfuckers. He, when he finds you eating your tilapia. Yeah, at, but it's yeah, a buffet. 11. You could get more food. I would just get up and like <laughs> walk away. <laughs> Go get me another plate. And my my worst is like, cause <laughs> I can't do earbuds. My head's so fucking big, they just slip out. Right. And, uh, so I have these big ass fucking, like, these Bluetooth yeah. fucking headphones, like, like these. Yeah. And my most hate is where I'm up somewhere eating or like if I'm in the gym on the ship working out or whatever, and I just feel it tap, 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 tap. And I'm like, uh, yeah, and I pull the headphone away, and they're like, man, you were awesome. Man. Have you ever been on Comedy Central? Motherfucker, I am lifting weights. Like, what do you, what, you, did you really make me turn off my fucking slipknot for this? Right. <laughs> you yeah, fucking, yeah. I got a joke of water. That fucking headphone goes right back on. Go ahead, tell away. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, can, I can adjust the volume just by doing this. Yeah. And I'll just crank them. <laughs> just look at you. You're not paying any attention to this, are you? No, I am not. No. <laughs> it's trying to get these lat pulls, brother. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Trying to get these gates. <laughs> if you were funny, you wouldn't have paid to get on this boat. You would have gotten paid to get on this boat. There is a difference. <laughs> There is a difference. Oh man, you know, I I always thought about doing that. All my friends say I'm really funny. Blah blah blah. blah. I'm I'm gonna do it one of these days. You got any advice? Don't. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna move back in with your mama? Oh, I, always, I do encourage the shit out of them. Go go yeah. Go to open mics. I oh yeah. 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 And then I think of the worst open mic I can think of. Like, <laughs> yeah. go to this one. Send us one it's of the hottest a, mics. It's on a Tuesday at 11:30. I swear. I, I had was, a guy in my the, apartment complex today. Man, I just. I saw you on YouTube, man. I watched your comedy special. That's funny as hell. I kept thinking that was you in the elevator, and I saw your tattoo, and I knew for sure it was you. And I was like, uh, 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 uh. man, I really want to start stand-up comedy. I was like, Monday nights, El Pueblito. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hot Mike. <laughs> it used to be the Davenport on Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah. The Davenport was, bro, if you killed at the Davenport, you were king for a week yeah. because it didn't happen. Yeah, they fucking hated you. I'm so Darwin. Was it a Darwin's now? Was it a surprise comedy show? Uh, I mean, no. They they, yeah. they they knew every Tuesday, but like everybody in there is trying to hook up. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they just it's they really give a comedy a bar. fuck about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if an actual stand-up comic is telling you you should try comedy, they're being mean to you a hundred percent of the time. And yeah, what was I that room everybody. that Ali Sadiq ran? Was it Diallo's or? No, it was the one on 610. Harlem Nights? Oh, wait. (laughs) Ali Sadiq ran it, and, like, they loved Ali, but if you were not Ali and you hit that stage, fuck you. (laughs) They they just, ugh. Nothing. And the funny thing is, is I'm I'm such an ass that, like, if you tell me a room is shit, I gotta go. Oh, yeah, yeah. I gotta get hey, a there's some there. fun in a, I like that. What was that real battlegrounds he won for a what? Boondocks? Boondocks? Uh, yeah. Boondocks I, I, yeah, yeah. I would I would take four or five jokes to Boondocks and if two of them worked like God damn, that's, that's a kill. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like if you can get through the hubbub and the din at fucking Boondocks and get the some laughter out of three The of shitty drunk. cocaine. <laughs> yeah. And then everybody downstairs is loud as all fuck. Yeah. And there's no... Divider, no that. sound yeah. dampening, nothing. Yeah. There, there's there's shot, certain, shot, 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 shot. <laughs> there's a certain glory in showing up to an unwinnable war. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like still being convinced you might fucking eke out a win. 
So the unwinnable war. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever done it. And uh, the the star of it is kind of faded now, but like the early 2000s or whatever, fucking, if I get a bar gig or whatever, I used to go to the UFC's website and check the calendar. If I got a bar gig oh, on a Saturday, whoa. and I was like, oh, there's a UFC fight that night, can I do the next week? Yeah. UFC was the kiss of death for comedy. It still is. Yeah. I did was... I did a UFC bar gig no more than two or three oh. months ago and I, 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 I forgot to look that up. It was it was uh you just you just forgot to look it up and you're like, Oh, who's excited about this welterweight fight? And you go, Oh fuck. All right. Yeah. No one no one wants to be here to see me. They're gonna lose money. They're gonna drink eight buckets of beer and then yeah. yeah, no, like I would rather stick my dick in the mouth of a pit viper. Yeah. Like it's fucking Dude got booked <laughs> during an Astros World Series game at a bar. Okay. That was Well it's okay if you're in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um it, it, the thing about that is, first of all, why weren't you watching the game? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. If the Strohs are in the World Series, yep. uh, that week is off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's on my calendar as I'm already booked. Uh, Fuck yeah, you. Yeah. As you well know, $20 is $20 to me, Sam. <laughs> I don't know, but every year somebody insists on trying to book shows during the Super Bowl. Yep. Like, the biggest cultural event yeah. in the United States. Fucking Can you just fuck me. off? We're off this week. Yeah. Okay. No, I had a, I, I, I run a monthly show that was booked for Super Bowl Sunday, and I was like, hey, I'm not going to be there. So, like, if you want to run it, you can. But I'm definitely not going to do that because I, for some reason, want to watch the Bengals play the Rams. <laughs> and, you know, like, yeah. Just. Yeah, I don't even care about none of that shit. I just know there ain't nothing else going on that week. Right. Shreveport Funny Bone. I'm booked at a headline. Super Bowl Sunday, right? And right. Uh, I, I'm a Steeler fan. This is the year the Steelers went versus the Cardinals. Oh, yeah. And they pulled that off with that, that amazing yeah. St. Holmes catch. Dude, I'm in the bar losing my fucking shit. Completely blow my voice out. Yeah. But I'm like, it's Super Bowl Sunday. No one's going to fucking show up. Right. Man, they're doing the champagne afterwards. They're interviewing Ben Roethlisberger, and they go, Sam, turn around. There's a line outside the fucking door of the club. And I'm like, I can't talk. <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, I somehow choked it through. They, I was like, just crank that mic up, dude. Mm -hmm. That alabara juice. I'm this gonna shoot it right before I go gonna hurt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. The next day, it felt like like there was like four golf balls here, and it it, it hurt so bad. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, have you blown your your voice out before a show? Mm -mm. Oh. No, I uh, I did. Uh, now I did theater when I was younger. I blew it out a couple times doing theater. Yeah. But then I worked with a voice coach, kind of help me project a little bit better you don't yell a lot on stage so, yeah. no when i do it comes straight from my gut well, yeah. it's yeah. well you know I me it's, it's very easy for me to blow my voice out yeah. but i have i have a big yeah. voice i'm the guy everywhere i go i'm constantly being told to quiet down and shush <laughs> down and fucking all that shit so I spend, shit. I spend most of my life trying to be quieter so i don't fuck with everybody else so right. tell you guys some, and you well you, you don't blow your voice out regularly but uh i was working with uh michael winslow from police academy yep and uh, we were in Little Rock back when they had the Little Rock Funny Bone. Voices. Huh? Is that Voices, the guitar Vocalese? shit? Vocalese. Yeah. yeah I told Billy you about D that. used that shit, too. Works like a champ. Fuck yeah, man. I come in, and I was just raspy as fuck. And he had not spoken to me the entire week yet. And he just goes in and gets his case and goes, spray to it. Get two sprays of this to the back of your throat. And goes, Holy shit. <laughs> and he was like, yep. Yeah. And I was like, that stuff's amazing. He was like. 
when your voice is worth as much money as mine, you carry this everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's yeah, true. at Guitar Center, man. Yeah. yeah. So you go to the Guitar Center where they sell the strings. Um, you just go to the counter and be like, you have vocal ease in the back, and it's just a little fucking little spray bottle, vocal ease. Cool. And $9.99 a bottle. Dude, at one point, I had like four of them. I had one in my glove box. I had one in my yeah. backpack. I always took one in my suitcase. Oh. I still got one now. And, I mean, that shit will save your motherfucking life. Yeah. I had a whole burnout radio DJ in Beaumont to turn me on to the aloe vera juice. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. like an old school radio trick. Yeah. But, yeah, vocalese is, I don't they, I, it's fucking. Yeah, I when I when I yell on stage, like, I, I yell really loud. Like, I used to coach and everything. I know how to project. And, like, I've, I've felt it pop. And, you know, when you know you have another show, like, like. The t- if you do the 8 p.m. and you feel it pop and you do the 10 p.m., you're like, all right, I need to find some hot tea and, like, honey and, like, throat <laughs> coat. And, like, I feel like a, a diva right now. But <laughs> Just trying to MacGyver yeah. together. Yeah. Throat boys. coat, you say, yeah. in a comedy club? I bet I could find some. Paging Joey Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Sometimes, like, there was a there's a, there's a room in Ottawa in Canada. And uh, you, you, during the winter... They, they come the fuck out. Like yeah. this, and this club's open seven days a week, right? So what they'll do, because they've got a little bar lounge downstairs, and the showroom's mm-hmm. upstairs. If it sells out early, they will sell the lounge downstairs. They can put like 80 people down there. Oh, right? wow. So what happens is uh, your feature, who's the MC in Canada, mm-hmm. um, what they'll do is, uh, since I'm headlining upstairs, yeah, I will come in, and the downstairs show, I do 30, while my opener's doing 30 upstairs. Oh. And they put two locals on to do a 10-minute spot between us. And then I start this one, I do 30, and I go up the stairs, I do 45 up there. Cool. Yeah. And so you got a 10-minute break between two yeah. fucking full sets. Ugh. But they do it on Friday, Saturday. So. You've got eight. the 8, the, the 9, the 10. Yeah, you've got, yeah. So you're doing eight sets in a night. Ooh. And you do that. Two days in a row, and then you come in Sunday, and they're like, hey, we sold downstairs again. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> Do it yourself. I just did 17 sets in a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Before you yeah. tight as a drum. Yeah. <laughs> 16 in two days. Yeah, 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 yeah. No wasted words after that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you go fourteen and three, that's a pretty good no, run. Yeah, it's it's eight sets in two days. Yeah, eight sets in two. Yeah, two, so nine. Yeah, yeah. Two okay. and eight, two and thirty. Yeah, two and eight, two and thirty. There you go. And yeah. then you come in. And, you and the 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 cool thing about that is like they're, they're one of the only comedy games in the, in town there, right? Yeah. So when you're out there, the whole week you're there. Sometimes you'll be sitting in the condo, and he calls. He's like, "Hey, these people just want to do a corporate at like three. Are you down?" Yeah. <laughs> and it's across the street from the condo, so you yeah. just get up, get dressed, you walk across the street, and Keep in mind, every one of those added shows, he still pays you. Yep. So you end up making a fuck ton of money if you go up there around Christmas time. All right. Yeah. But you earn the shit out of it. <laughs> and it's cold as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's cold as fuck. You ruin every pair of shoes you got. Uh, and and but like yeah, I'll just be sitting there fucking watching Netflix. Hello. Hey man, how quick can you be over here? <laughs> I'm literally not doing shit. How fast can you write fuck. a check? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Is I there mean, any place you just won't go back to at this point in your career? Orange Beach, Alabama. <laughs> um, I've I've been there for vacation with my family. That is, uh, and they they were some of the worst people I've ever seen in my life. Um, 
The worst show I ever did was the Horizon Casino in Biloxi, Mississippi. Woo! And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'd ever want to do that again. Um, anywhere I won't go back to? Not really. I mean, as far as cities go, no. There's some clubs that I'm just like, I would never in my life fucking work yeah. for you again. But yeah. if you open a club across the street from there, I'd still go back to that city. Yeah, Most yeah. of those people I felt that way about are out of business now. Yeah, <laughs> it's less of concern. I don't think I will ever do comedy in New Orleans again. I think it's a waste of energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, I think New Orleans is the worst comedy city in the whole United States. There's too much other shit to do. I'll go to Delville, Alabama, and yeah. perform in front of a big screen TV. I was in. I do that again. Every I, comedy club in New Orleans has opened and closed, like sometimes within a year. Um, there's too much other shit to do, and even if they do show up, they've been drinking all fucking day. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and they watch somebody nine times as talented. You play a bugle out of his butthole on the street right before they walk in, <laughs> some, while some, also doing a mimic dance and running yeah, a beat yeah. loop machine. Some ten-year-old black kid with bottle caps on his fucking shoes yeah, yeah. is making more money than you're going to make that night. That's why every comic out of New Orleans uses a loop machine or an instrument. It's just you have to have something extra to add to an extra to get their gimmick. attention there. I was in Lafayette uh, for the weekend before Mardi Gras, and uh, yeah, Louisiana. I I decided to do that sober, and so like Louisiana is pretty silly if you're sober. Uh, like, like yeah, like like I was like, I think you misspelled scary. Yeah, <laughs> I, was just, I was just sitting outside of a casino slash refinery, and uh, like just like. Oh man, I don't get this right now. <laughs> like kind of having a bit of an existential crisis, you know. I was like, all right, well, there was a place called the Cigar Room in Lake Charles, Louisiana. I yeah, <laughs> and uh, they were doing comedy there for a while, and like the entire city of Lake Charles was just sitting on this place. I don't know why they stopped. It was a fucking fun gig. Um, I did. I did a. Uh, I did a brewery slash laser tag venue in Lake Charles that <laughs> oh, had like. That sounds fun. It as was fuck. super dope. Yeah, there were like there were like 250 people there, and it was like, it was weird because like kids would come in in like full laser gag gear <laughs> to like the wrong side, and I was just like, I can't really get mad at this. But do you, do you remember that funny bone and Bad Rouge? Oh, Mike Rogers. Yeah. That, God damn that, that slaughterhouse. Oh. I had never been in that place where I didn't see a fight before and after the show, <laughs> at least. Yeah. Yeah, it, or was part of one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it was part of the one. The Baton Rouge Funny Bone. Um, it was another one of those rooms that, like, if you got them and you thumped it, it was fucking fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, could, you could go in there and rock and roll. It was like Boom, Boomtown Casino, same way. And that was actually in New Orleans with Bill Dyke. Yeah, Dyson but on the, on the West Bank? Yeah, yeah, man. I loved that Boomtown, fucking Boomtown, you gig. could beat it up because they got a good crowd in there. Uh, that, that funny bone, I saw a fight that started during the show one night. Continued on until after the show, moved out of the parking lot, and ended with a 400-pound man in a golf cart getting rammed by a 100-pound man in an F-150. <laughs> How did you not quit comedy? <laughs> I've been like, I ain't never going to see something funny. The sheer juxtaposition of physics that occurred in that Baton Rouge parking lot at 2 o'clock in the morning. And the crazy thing is, 
That's nowhere near the weirdest thing that's happened at that club. No, no. no. <laughs> I waited around for the cops because I thought it was going to get more entertaining, and it did not. The cops showed up. I'm like, God damn it again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just started locking people up. <laughs> Louisiana is lucky that Florida exists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because without Florida, yeah. bitch, it's you. <laughs> it's fucking you. <laughs> that is fair. I lived in Florida for four years. I hate how accurate that is. Yeah, fuck, fuck Florida. <laughs> Louisiana man just eats up too much headline space. Yeah. <laughs> With Tabasco sauce. <laughs> the only difference between Florida and Louisiana is how aggressive the inhabitants are towards their alligator populations. Like, people in Louisiana will fuck an alligator. They give no fucks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 getting the, called baby right before a fist fight always makes me laugh. Or <laughs> <laughs> shy. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 Come on, shy. Know yeah. your hands up, shy. Shit. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the uh, you say the, the difference between Louisiana is that like the the problem with Florida is that. It's gorgeous. It's like yep. you want to be there. Some some of it. <laughs> yeah, some of it is gorgeous. When you're just Nobody's the outline, ever gone really. To Jacksonville. Yeah. It's just like, the outline. The creamy center of Florida is not gorgeous. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to be there. Go to Lakeland, Florida. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It looks like Pasadena, Texas. It's Even not. the outline, when you hit that panhandle part. Yeah. Like, uh, the, 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 the part that's underneath fucking Alabama yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. You South know what? Georgia. Yeah. yeah. Pensacola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like nobody's uh, ever been in Largo. Florida like this is great yeah. that's, the, that's the worst part of any drive ever to me is whenever like I used to have to go to Jacksonville Florida a lot oh and, god uh, go to the uh uh what do you call it the east coast yep and it's you, you drive you go through all these southern states and then you hit Florida and you're like oh shit I'm almost there Nope. No, 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 bitch. no, no. <laughs> There's a whole nother Georgia to drive. To get that's, the hell over. That's now. only second worst across in Texas. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least in Texas, there's interesting shit to look at. You know the scenery changes. Uh, not when no, you get, once you get yeah. past San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. Once uh, you get past. Yeah. Yeah. See, I like all the rocks Texas, and the dude, up and down I, and all that. Yeah, and get me out you, of Fort Stockton. I'm alive. I'm like, yeah, look at this shit. No way. I, I, because like growing up, growing up in like, like. Missis- like in Houston and then like Mississippi and uh, Memphis and like I love trees like as soon as you like hit you're like where where's all that water you know <laughs> like, why, uh, why? I, I give you all worse that Kansas yeah Kansas, Kansas is Kansas. the worst place to drive Kansas. period it's, it's, fuck, it, it, it's nothing the it's the same thing the same. forever yeah. it's just windmills I, so one I time I drove in Nebraska didn't even know I got to Nebraska yeah. Yeah. Just, just thought I was in more Nebraska. Nebraska. when you hit the sign you hit the sign when you get to colorful Colorado and it's not colorful at all and you go no I thought there were mountains you lied to me Eastern Colorado yeah, sucks yeah, ass yeah, too yeah, yeah, yeah. so I did a, I did a gig in Colorado and uh, I rented a car and I had to do the uh, Wichita Looney bit yep and I drove from Colorado uh. to Wichita and uh, I got there and I, I I opened my show with I was like yeah, uh, build some shit, motherfuckers. I'm like, you wonder why you get hit with tornadoes all the time? Because they can pick up shit because your entire state's flat as fuck. I was like, I'm just driving through. I'm like, is there anything here? And I go, I call the, 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 I said, and I said, that, I go, the owner of the club called me. He was like, how far out are you? I was like, I have no fucking idea. Everything looks exactly the same, except like every now and again, I've seen like three signs that said Jesus is coming. And he goes, three? And I was like, yeah. He goes, cool, you're like 70 miles out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at shadows of the clouds moving on the ground. It's like, yeah, every now and again, you get one tree in Kansas. You're like, I should stop and go say hi. Dude, <laughs> Kansas is so boring when they show that world's largest ball of twine sign at Iowa. You're like, 
fuck it, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the bowl of twine was Minnesota. No. Iowa. Oh, oh well. Yeah, you know, Kansas is uh Kansas Kansas sucks. Nebraska sucks. Um it's just burning through eighteen I viewers. Say, I here. say that just I say that just like visually. Like I I don't have a problem with anyone I've met in Kansas. Like I've had a good time there. You know? Like, oh, so uh, Kansas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kansas is a one of the few barbecues singular. I accept outside yeah, of Texas. Yeah. Sure. Mm. There's a place well, called the Pig Inn Pig Out in Wichita, well, Kansas. Yeah. Oh. And they will fucking They do some they good ass beef you. too. I like their mm-hmm. beef. Uh, well, and I, in St. Louis, I'll give St. Louis a pass. History of barbecue was uh, yeah. Kansas was where all the fucking stockyards are and all the railroads met up and everything. Mm-hmm. And so Kansas became a barbecue hub because motherfuckers were bringing on the livestock there. And yep. so Kansas barbecue was really made by guys in Texas and Tennessee <laughs> yeah. and everything. They were all the cowboys, Just yeah. descending on Kansas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my tolerance ends at uh, West Memphis. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right, buddy. All I'll right, even get right, into a little right. Arkansas barbecue because there's a little East Texas flair to it. But You just boy, don't like pork-based uh, barbecue? Yeah, once you just you hit, <laughs> not bad pork-based barbecue, but once you hit West Memphis, everything goes downhill. <laughs> I'm just we got kidding. a dry rub, and it's drier than anything you've ever seen in your life. And on top of that, we sprinkled some sand and shit on it, and we forgot to cook the meat. Good luck. <laughs> Hang on. Tennessee, are, are y'all <laughs> in Tennessee or the Carolinas with the mustard sauce? So that's, that's the Carolinas. Carolinas. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's all the pulled pork. The tuna pork. Yeah, here's the thing about it is that I don't hate it. I do. But it's not barbecue sauce. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's a good sauce. Stop calling it barbecue sauce. I got to Mooresville, North Carolina. They're like, this is the barbecue capital of the world. And I just couldn't stop. I was like, no, this tuna fish pork shit you're doing? No, come on, man. I thought y'all were eating this shit so you didn't get scurvy. What the hell is it? Come on. I love when people, like, when I'm outside of Texas, when they talk shit about, like, oh, you guys think y'all barbecue better than anybody. I'm like, because we do. No. And uh, and they're just like, yeah, you guys are so fucking arrogant about it. I'm like, well, you can do that when you're the best. Like, <laughs> it's like, they try to get a rise out of me, and I just, like, stone face them, like, yeah, it's we, we fucking own it. Like, I live, yeah. Look, women's <laughs> rights, freedom's a person, we don't have that. So we got chili and barbecue, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> a bunch of guys named Jurgen. Came here in the 19th century and got really good at cooking cattle. Yeah, well, no, fucking not, not even you're getting. I'm like, bro, no. we have all the cows, we have all the Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's where brisket came from. Brisket was a shit cut of meat until those Mexican rancheros were like, you're throwing this away. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a skirt steak. That's yeah, for you. Skirt steak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, fucking yeah, dude. Fucking we win. We good, just good mesquite. That's, good. A, that's why the argument is about the beans. Everybody's like, oh, Chili's got to have beans outside of Texas because they don't understand oh, that when chili was invented in Texas, it was all <laughs> ranching. It was all yeah. meat. All anybody had was meat. You know what we weren't growing in Texas in the 1800s? Beans. beans. Yeah. They take up a lot of room. Wasn't no place to do it. You needed cows there. Well, and canning wasn't really big yet. so no, it, be, Beans became mesquite. a symptom of the yeah. depression when people couldn't buy meat and they had to fill it up with some kind of cheap protein filler. Yep. I feel like this is not the first time Jerry's gone on a chili rant on a podcast. I, I got to be honest. This is the f- 500th time I <laughs> think that me, and, me, me yeah. and Jerry have We all have up. our sacred cows. <laughs> Mine are actually <laughs> cows. <laughs> you talk about the mesquite thing. That's the other thing yeah. about Texas barbecue is like, we have this really flavorful wood that grows like weeds yeah. here. Yeah, and we should burn it all because it's it's a fucking weed. Fuck that is, yeah. Uh, one thing about yeah. <laughs> If you don't use pecan, you ain't shit. Yeah. All right. What? <laughs> What? Yeah. You, 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 wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Thank you. So pecan you and hickory. Pecan. Okay. Um, it depends. And a little apple, everyone. So hickory. Regionally. It, hickory, it, it varies regionally. Hickory is 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 my hands down favorite. Huh. Um, mesquite is only good for beef. Like with brisket, it's mm-hmm. 
except nothing else. If you're not using mesquite on your brisket, it, I mean, hickory's great. Um, now, I got I got experimental for a while there. Um, peach was really good. Yeah, yeah. Pe- peach is yeah. good. Yeah. Pork. A little I bit like of cherry. A little bit of pork cherry. Chicken. Pork and chicken both. Yeah, pork um, and chicken do good. I do cherry, uh, cherry hickory good. and peach with pork and chicken. I do yeah. uh, hickory and apple with pork and chicken. See, I do is, strictly I, hickory pecan on brisket yeah. on my big cuts of beef. I did... Um, I went to this place, John Henry's out 45 North, mm-hmm. and he, he's always got like a little section for different woods to try or whatever. And I did a brisket with coffee. Yeah, I'm you did a coffee I'm rub I'm or, no, or in the, the in wood the, oh, from, yeah. the, from the tree right. they get the beans right. from. Yeah, it's got to chopped be a it up and had the fucking thing. thing. Uh. No, one, it's fucking delicious. Two, um, your entire neighborhood, people just be coming out, what are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah. It smells fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah coffee. But the thing is, it's it ain't cheap. No. <laughs> and, uh, if you're going to do a long smoke like a brisket or whatever, oh. you got to spend a lot on it. Um, I just want everyone to know if you're listening to a comedy style podcast for the first time, a lot of comics delve into talking about food because we travel so often. So you know, a lot of us cook too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to because because we we travel so often, we we eat out of a fucking bag so much Mm -hmm. that when you get home, you just that's why one of my favorite people to travel is Caroline Picard because she can make a kitchen out of fucking anything. Yeah, Yeah. that woman to pull Mm -hmm. pots and pans out of her purse (laughs) and start making shit. It's amazing. What a seventy year old. Cajun lady, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Cajun woman, yeah, no nice shit, Jerry. <laughs> we, we were performing at a pizza place, and she's like, "Don't eat this shit." We'll, we'll get back to the room. And yes, ma'am. She's over there. She's done made a sink out of a bowl. She's fucking putting a roux together. Like, yep. Yeah, man. Yeah, she's a uh, she. She's good to travel with. Uh, Oh, God, I can't Bill remember. Bill Dykes makes some good food and stuff. Bill Dykes can cook his fucking ass off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tommy Drake uh, got him cooking made-from-scratch ramen in Arkansas. <laughs> wow. Okay. Get him a little. He goes all Food Network gourmet shit. If you ah. just get him a little bit buzzed on the road. Like, he loves to cook, That's apparently. surprising to me. Uh-huh. There was a guy who I worked with. Uh, I wasn't 100% sure he was human. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I putting just, that on the I table. I just thought he was a joke machine. <laughs> 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 I didn't guy, know he ate. There was a guy who I worked with in Toronto, and uh, he wasn't he wasn't uh, a cook himself, but he had this guy who was a fan of his, and he like would follow him, come to all the shows, whatever. Motherfucker was on MasterChef. What? And Damn. so he, he like we do a show together, and then afterwards he was like, "Hey, uh, you guys, uh, where they where they putting you guys up?" We're like, "Oh, well, we got a little condo here." Whatever. He's like, "You guys don't mind mind if I come by and cook?" We're like, "Sure." Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> He would come over and he would fucking cook his ass off and we would eat. And then he just wants to sit there and hang out and pick the brains of two comics. And he was like, hey, so is it cool if we come by tomorrow? Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't. This motherfucker just would show. He went and paid for it all. He just showed up with grocery bags. God bless. And That's we had a fucking straight up chef. Yeah. Just, Vic Henley was fun to travel with, too. Not because he was a good cook, but that dude could sniff out the best food. Yeah. He had traveled so much around the southern United States that, like, it didn't matter where the fuck, man, you just be in the middle of bumfuck Texas, and he's like, hey, we're going to go over this place I know, and we drive around out in the dark for 30 minutes, and you pull up this old yellow ramshackle house, and <laughs> it's called Super Burger Number 2, <laughs> and uh, you go in there and eat the best fucking hamburger you ever had in your life. You Rob Mungle. Yeah. Rob Mungle. If Rob Mungle says pull over eating here, you're eating there. Oh, yeah. Rob Mungle will find cocaine in South Dakota. <laughs> 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 I mean, got a Mungle. nose on him. Derek. Rob Mungle knows where to fucking eat, bro. 
Derek Sheen. Uh, he's a comic out of Seattle. Who would, yeah, he would always come through uh, Memphis, and he would he would come over and he would like cold smoke tomatoes and do all this awesome stuff and leave me like preservatives. And he's like, oh, thanks, take it easy. I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. He's a great cook too. There's a place in uh, uh, so a lot of times it, it, what I would do in towns like if I playing somewhere I'd never been before, like oh you're in Pueblo, Colorado. Mm-hmm. I will go and I pull out my phone as soon as I unpack. I type in diners, drive-ins, and dies, Pueblo, Colorado. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just uh-huh. where because dude, he's never wrong. No, no, no. He's never wrong, and so I'm just always like, all right, I know he's been here. Um, where did he go? I don't and ask him like, for fashion tips, but I'll go eat the food. Dude, he looks like the douchiest of douches, and he's fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, dude, if I saw you in a bar, I'd slap the piss out of you. <laughs> I'd slap those upside down sunglasses right off your fucking head. No, I, <laughs> I love the Shane Torres bit about him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shane Torres did a great yeah, job. Yeah, he fucking, but like, yeah, he, he never misses, and sometimes you get lucky. He's like, oh, he's been to five places. I'm here five days. <laughs> it's like, I'll make the whole fucking tour. All right, yeah. And every one of those places I was with him a picture of his dumb face on the wall. <laughs> I was with him until one of the places in Houston was Lola's. Whoa. And I was like, what, what happened there, bud? <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I can tell you exactly what happened there. Yeah, the like same Jordan thing, didn't miss a free throw. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing that happens to every out-of-towner who comes to Houston. He's like, Google, bro, Google, you got to see it. Yeah. You yeah. got to see it. Yeah. You got to see has, the shittiest bar you've ever Because otherwise it's like Jordan missing a free throw and then tripping over his shoestring and breaking <laughs> his nose. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, and no. somehow talking to a drag queen afterwards. <laughs> Everybody who's ever been to Lola's their first time went on a dare. Like it was a, bro, <laughs> you gotta yeah. see this shit. You took me there the first time, and I didn't even know where we were going. <laughs> You're like, you want to ride? And I was like, yeah, fuck. And I just jumped in. We were drunk, and uh, you know, drunk yeah. survives the accident. I'm in no one seat. starts drinking at Lola's. No, no one ever. No, you never have your first drink of the night at Lola's. It's, it's I, always. I had never been there, and Sam's like, come on, man, we're going somewhere. And I was like, all right, cool. And yeah. uh, then we were just in this place, and there was things happening, a lot of things, yeah. a lot yeah. of things. Oh, cause it's, it's it's the fucking circus, bro. Yeah, it's the circus. But yeah, it's it's, it's always. <laughs> It was it's a big always, culture shock for East Texas. I can tell you that. I yeah, just, Lola's. It's always you're in a bar and it's around 11, 11 30, and you just like, you want to get another one? Nah, you know what we should do? You know what we should do? We should go to Lola's. And at 8 p.m., if you say that to someone, you've got a problem. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not going there. At 11 30. clean shoes on. <laughs> at 11 30, when that, you've already got like 40, 50 bucks in you, he's like, oh, uh, fuck, yeah, we're going. <laughs> fuck, yeah, we're going. <laughs> yep. Uh, if anybody who listens to this who, who is not from Houston, uh, if you come here, I'm going to tell you, don't go. You're going to go. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna go, and you're gonna be like everything they said is true. Um, don't drink beer. Don't don't drink anything that's gonna make you go to the bathroom a lot. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. Literally, that's the best possible place to wrap this particular podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the advice won't get any better. Like I appreciate you both for coming out and doing Absolutely. this with me, guys. My co-host Will Loden, appreciate you as me. always, guys. Yep. See you in two weeks. Do you have anything you want to promote on your social medias or anything? Um, yeah. Uh, um, 
I will be uh, in the Harris County Jail, most likely. Uh, <laughs> After going to Lola's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, March 25th, I am at the Memorial Trail Ice House right. uh, here in Houston. And April 2nd, we have a, a Whiskey Brothers shindig mm-hmm. that we are doing. And uh, our so we'll be all four of the Whiskey podcast. Brothers on ah, one stage. There we go. Yeah, nice. buddy. We're gonna fucking are they actually going to do the sketch this time? Or are we not doing sketches like the Whiskey Brothers Christmas? What? Oh, oh, sketches, <laughs> sketches, sketch a Christmas show thing, man. Okay, where, sketches where, where. are Christmas show. It's a uh, for Christmas. It's everybody comes in from out of town. And yeah, we get a lot of Houston back together, and then we just throw. I mean, do you do you ever remember your set from the fucking Whiskey Brothers Christmas show? Like yeah, I did because I spent a long time writing a bunch of jokes about being the fucking tooth fairy. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, yeah, I remember my set quite vividly. <laughs> that Bill Cosby joke is the favorite thing you've ever done for my money. You won't do any better than that in my eyes. Yeah, no, it's it. That, those are just a party. Yeah. I think April second, we're we're gonna fucking powerhouse with stand up. Mm. Nice. Jerry Wayne, where can we find you on all the social medias and stuff? Jerry Wayne Longmire on Facebook, TikTok, Jerry Wayne Live on YouTube. Boom. And Google my name, Sam Damaris. All that shit pops up. Perfect. So you'll find it. I don't, I don't, tell don't Google that. Damaris and Barbecue. That's another guy. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. I was and like, he spelled Damaris wrong. Yeah, yeah. you're you going to take, you take my <laughs> name, make barbecue in Texas, and you're going to make it like that? Nah. <laughs> People always like, you related to this motherfucker? Hell no. no. <laughs> they got some bitch owns stocks in a vinegar company. Absolutely. Yeah, right? <laughs> okay. Well, that was fun. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs>